Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. There was a time many years ago when DC Comics movies did well at the box office. But Warner Brothers is old Hollywood. And so, eventually, Superman the movie and Superman 2 gave way to Superman 3. Thank goodness for Batman. <laughs> More recently, Marvel Studios has been the gold standard for superhero genre movies. DC has been left to eat dust while releasing poorly received features like Green Lantern and Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. And the occasional hit, like Wonder Woman, was viewed as the exception. Well, with Aquaman, DC and Warner Brothers may finally be ready to compete. Aquaman first appeared back in More Fun Comics, number 73, way back in 1941. Created by Paul Norris and Mort Weisinger, Aquaman didn't get the kind of respect like his fellows Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman. In fact, the character was largely derided as one whose only power was the ability to talk to fish. And a good deal of his popularity comes from the mid-60s filmation cartoons. Although there was a recent comic book series during the New 52 that was well-received, written by Jeff Johns and illustrated by Ivan Rice and Joe Prado. I got into Aquaman via the Filmation series and then rediscovered him in the late 70s Adventure Comics series, written by David Michelin and illustrated by Jim Aparo. Great, great stuff. So this movie, as do the best comic adaptations, cherry picks from a variety of eras and elements of the original comic book and pop culture source material. Director James Wan has crafted a terrific film. Wan co-authored the story with Jeff Johns and Will Beale, and Beale co-wrote the screenplay with David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. This was a well-made adaptation that is pretty faithful to the original source material. Lighthouse keeper Tom Curry rescues Queen Atlanta from the waves during a stormy night. The two fall in love and conceive a son, Arthur, who learns he is the heir to the throne of Atlantis and a potential bridge between the surface world and the legendary sunken kingdom. But Arthur must first contend with the ambitions of his half-brother, Orm, as well as the vengeful machinations of the surface criminal Black Manta while attempting to avert a cataclysmic war between the Atlanteans and surface dwellers. And he must learn about his Atlantean heritage and come to terms with his role as a hero and possibly a king. The cast is mostly good. I particularly enjoyed Jason Momoa, although I think there will be a number of people, both women and men, who will come out just to gander at him. But he gives a nuanced performance that demonstrates a certain degree of anguish at his situation. There are also a number of younger actors who have been enlisted to show Arthur at various ages as he grows up. Turns out the Atlantean equivalent of a Grand Vizier had been training the young Aquaman. Willem Dafoe plays the Vizier, whose name is Volko. Longtime readers of the comic will recognize the character. Amber Heard is Mira, daughter of the ruler of a smaller Atlantean tribe. Dolph Lundgren plays her father. Mira is another character who comic readers will recognize. I'm not especially familiar with Heard's previous work. She gives what I would describe as a serviceable performance, but nothing special. Nicole Kidman is Aquaman's mother. She doesn't have much to do here, 
but is a standout actress who lends a certain credibility by her presence alone. I also thought that Tamira Morrison was great as Aquaman's dad. Other actors who distinguished themselves were Patrick Wilson as Aquaman's half-Atlantean brother Orm, the Ocean Master, and Yaha Abdul-Mateen II as Black Manta. Black Manta is Aquaman's arch-enemy from the comics, and Abdul-Mateen has a particularly intense take on the character. It is sort of one-dimensional, but it works here, and veteran actor Michael Beach plays Manta's father. There's a lot of action in this movie and a ton of visual effects. Aquaman's undersea world is especially rich, and the filmmakers have gone to great lengths to depict the various elements, including a thriving, technologically advanced civilization, monsters, and the ocean depths themselves, lots of shipwrecks and undersea life. Rupert Gregson Williams provides a compelling and complimentary musical score. He is rapidly becoming a composer known for his sweeping themes and ability to create atmosphere and heighten the level of excitement with his splendid, diverse work. Unlike some of the more recent DC Comics superhero movie entries, this one is generally acceptable for children. There are some scary creatures, and it gets violent, but nothing too gory. No profane language and no nudity or overt sexuality although there are some scenes with open warfare between armies and some up-close and personal murders. But at PG-13, you could conceivably take children as young as about 11. I'd think twice about any younger than that, though. Overall, Aquaman was a solid comic book adaptation action-adventure movie with some romance and comedy thrown in for good measure. I gave it three and a half out of four stars. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.